Before I get to my next guest, Allison Fillmore, I want to remind you about a couple of more of our friends, starting with the folks over at Strixon Cleveland Golf. Your best performance starts with the right golf ball at Strixon. A global leader in golf ball technology and innovation, Strixon offers a wide variety of award-winning golf balls for golfers of every skill level. Whether you're searching for a tour performance golf ball or a distance golf ball with incredible feel, Strixon provides the best golf balls at incredible prices. Strixon offers a wide variety of personalized options while also developing a highly visible colored golf ball as well. Select the right golf ball for your game today and trust it with Strixon. Check them out online at Strixon.com. S-R-I-X-O-N.com. Find the right golf ball for your game today. I also want to remind you about our friends over at Sun Mountain. There's a company nestled in the valley of Missoula, Montana, that embodies the essence of quality, function, and innovation, and that's Sun Mountain, which started building golf bags back in 1981. They are an industry leader in golf bags, travel covers, outerwear, and push carts. With flagship products that you've come to know, like the C-130 cart bag, the 2.5 ultralight stand bag, the club glider travel cover, the speed cart, and Rainflex rain gear. Sun Mountain continues its quest to provide the very best in golf products to every range of golfer. Visit them online at sunmountaingolf.com to look at their amazing products. Okay, now back and next on the tee with me is Allison Fillmore. Allison is the Vice President of Product Development for the PGA Tour. Prior to her current role, Allison was the Vice President and Executive Director of the Tour Championship. She's also been the Vice President of Sales for the Atlanta Motor Speedway and Vice President of Ticket Sales for the Atlanta Dream and Premium Seat Sales for the Atlanta Falcons. Going all the way back to the late 90s and early part of the 2000s, she was an account manager for the Sacramento Kings and the Cleveland Lumberjacks. She earned her bachelor's degree in sports administration at Ohio University. And I'm thrilled to have her back with me again tonight here on Next on the T. Hey, Allison, thanks for coming back on the show. Thanks for having me. Oh, my gosh. It makes me sound so old. Early 90s. Goodness. <laughs> like, Sorry good rap that. and then Allison Fillmore's resume. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. Allison, it's been a little over a year since I got to have you on the show. When last we left you, you were the VP and Executive Director for the Tour Championship. Talk about your new role as VP of Product Development. Sure. Thank you. Well, first off, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, it's been a big change. I got an opportunity to, to join our headquarters team down here in Ponte Vedra Beach, Florida, at our new global headquarters. And I am focusing on official marketing partnerships for the PGA Tour. So those are season-long uh, partnerships with brands that want to use the PGA Tour as a great way to talk about their brand as well as partner with the tour and really get in front of a great audience. So it's been a lot of fun. Uh, big change moving from Atlanta. I've lived in Atlanta for the last 20 years. And now in Ponte Vedra Beach, and I will tell you that it is true, it does rain every single day at 3 o'clock <laughs> here in Florida. Um, <laughs> kind of getting used to that one. But, no, it's been a great move. Starting to travel, looking forward. We're going to President's Cup next week, hosting a whole bunch of clients. And, uh, look, golf is, is still very healthy and fun, and want to pe a lot of people want to get involved. So. 
it's been a great year having you know, um, Scotty Scheffler win Player of the Year, having Rory win the Tour Championship for the third time, the first ever to do so. It's been a really exciting year. Yeah, it has. And I, I want to get into a couple of things that you just talked about. Let's t- go back to the partnerships that uh, you get an opportunity to work with, because I saw a recent post that you put out on LinkedIn regarding why partnerships in sports work. You know, sports fans have a, uh, I guess, potentially a higher level of trust for brands that they see advertised during sporting events. Talk about that. Sure. It's, it's definitely something that brands really rely on. Sports, bar- sports partnerships are a great way to really showcase your brand as well as creating awesome return on investment while partnering with some of the best brands out there in sports. I mean, for us, it's it's all about our tournaments. It's all about our media partners. It's all about our athletes. So really being able to get in front of those, uh, the, the most affluent audience in all of sports, right, is PGA Tour fans. So uh, by working with those groups of folks like our players and our, and our media teams and um, our tournaments, it's, it's definitely a great way to get your brand out there. So it's been a lot of fun, been traveling a lot, uh, really working on some strategic partnerships for the tour. And as categories ebb and flow, as well as our titles, we, we kind of have a setup where a couple folks focus on our title properties, as well as our um, official marketing partnerships. We've got another team that focuses on those. So it's, it keeps us busy throughout the year, that's for sure. That's for sure. And with all these new elevated events, uh, we've, we're really excited that we've had a lot of partners step up and want to get more involved. So we're really looking forward to 2023 and 2024. To that end, can you talk about some of the brands that have stepped up and want to be a part of what's going to be these elevated events for next year out on tour? You know, we haven't really decided on what those events are going to be. Obviously, we want to listen to our partners. But also, we want to make sure that it works for for the tournaments as well. So we are working with partners right now and looking at what that's going to look like for 2023 and beyond. But we've had a lot of people that are very interested in the opportunity to step up and want to be an elevated event. So as we work through those, we'll probably have a little bit more definition coming into 2023. Uh, but that's, that's still something that's, uh, that hasn't been decided yet. Switching gears, you, you talked about the tour championship, or at least mentioned it a moment ago. I, I got to imagine, what was it like for you to come back to Atlanta and East Lake in a different role, this time not being responsible for hosting the tournament? I, I sort of envision <laughs> it like going back to a house that you sold or a childhood house and, and walking inside and seeing, well, gee, they, they decorated that difference and uh, they painted those walls and uh, they moved that over there. Hmm. It just seems like it would be odd to step back into an event that you were so ingrained with, and now you get kind of walking in from the outside. What was it like for you coming back and seeing what they did with the place, if you will? You know, it was kind of the best of both worlds, Chris. Uh, I left, I didn't leave Atlanta until mid-June, so was able to still work in the office, Worked with uh, the newest ED, Alex Urban, for a transition period. And, you know, this was his baby, and he ran with it. He did such an amazing job. And honestly, it was really fulfilling for me to come back and see all the hard work that the staff puts in year-round. 
and be able to come and see it from a different point of view, from a different angle. I got to see different things about the tournaments that I never had a chance to really deal with as executive director. So uh, seeing some of the events around the tournament, seeing uh, coming in as a as a fan, really understanding what fans have to go through in that journey. It, it was it was a lot of fun, and and it was also really reassuring that. We've been doing it right for a long time, and I see that the tournament is just going to keep growing and keep being successful because the community is supportive, uh, the staff is amazing, and the Eastlake Foundation, which is the community quarterback in that area, really does focus on the best for its residents, and you can see how they do that through this partnership with the PGA Tour and the city. So... It was a lot of fun to come back. It was great to see everyone, and I can only see this tournament getting bigger and bigger each year. And it was a tremendous tournament to watch. I mean, Rory chasing down Scotty Scheffler, winning his third tour championship. So exciting. I know. Talk about what it was like being there on the grounds on Sunday and watching that charge happen. Uh, it was it was so fun because I got a chance to get to know Scotty's family in 2020 when we didn't have fans at the tour championship. So it was fun. He was rookie of the year that year coming off of, from, um, he was coming off the corn Ferry tour the year prior and now seeing him as player of the year. I, I don't think that's ever happened before. I think this is the first time there's always been a, there's been a corn Ferry. um, I'm sorry, rookie of the year and player of the year um, this close together. So it's, it's been fun to watch. Um, it's always great to see Rory do well as, as well as being third person, the first person to do a three-peat. Uh, I was lucky enough to give Rory the trophy um, previously, so it was, it was really exciting to see him um, be successful again. So it's, it's been, look, it's been it's been a great year, and it was so fun to watch. I had my family there. They flew up for the weekend. So we were able to give our proper goodbye to Atlanta and make our way back down to Ponte Vedra Beach and, and enjoy what we've got here. So, A group that doesn't get enough recognition for the great job they do really year-round, especially during tournament week, is the superintendent and the agronomy team. In this tournament's case, our friend Ralph Keppel and his team out there. Talk about the amount of work that goes into making sure the course is in great condition and what we get to see on TV and then what we get to see when we're walking around because they had a bit of a challenge this year and it's not the first time when they've had to deal with a lot mm -hmm. of rain and water but boy, they did such a great job. Ralph and Charlie and their team do such an amazing job. Honestly, they are the best in the business. Uh, Ralph just celebrated 30th year, I want to say, with uh, Eastlake. Uh, Charlie is an amazing superintendent. He just, I, that, that team is just so good and the best in the business. Um, they keep that place amazing. And honestly, I will tell you to this day, it's still my place, my favorite place to play in the world. Uh, they do such a great job. It's just, it's a very, Simple golf course, but when you look at the rough and you look at, you know, how the grass and everything, it's just, 
it's it's a tough course, and man, it really tests your patience to play there. But they do such a great job. They work their butts off all year round, not just during tournament time. They ramp up during tournament time. But these guys are out there. When I would be driving into work super early morning, 6 o'clock, you'd see the guys out there prepping the course. Coming home late at night, guys are out there getting the course ready for the next day. Whether it's, you know, covering the greens because of frost, or just making sure that, you know, the water is off the, the fairways. Guys are busting their butts 24-7 to keep it beautiful. And and uh, East Lake is super lucky to have those two guys at the helm. Yes, they are. And, Allison, you know, I, I was blessed once about 20 years ago to get to go out there and play East Lake. I contend to this day it was the greatest golf experience of my life. For those folks that have never had the opportunity to talk a little bit about it here, but for those who have never had an opportunity to play it and experience what a day at playing East Lake is like, kind of let us in a little bit for what that experience was like for you. Well, honestly, it's a beautiful course in the middle of the city, and that's really it's kind of a hidden gem right there between Alston and Allendale, where, you know, the likes of work done live off the course, um, gorgeous homes, uh, the Alston house where um, you've got some uh, some folks that have been members at Eastlake for a long time. Bobby Jones' uh, original home was on Daniel, very close to the golf course. That's the first place he played, the last place he played. Bob Jones, of course, a great friend of the golf course, as well as the tour championship, I know of yours as well. There's yep. so much history there. You've got, uh, you know, Kelsey the Kingmaker, you know, uh, Stuart Maiden that's buried across the street at the cemetery, the East Cemetery. There's, it's, it's just a ton of history. So being able to play at East Lake. And seeing this beautiful course in the middle of the city, like I said, it's a simple course, up and down, no dog legs, straight and narrow, but man, it's gorgeous with kind of dividing the front nine and the back nine and just really challenging holes. The first island green in the United States, it's just a really historic golf course. They're going to be going through a renovation after the 2023 event. I, I've been privy to some of those uh, changes, and I can tell you it's going to be even more amazing. So um, it, it is just a, a gem in the middle of the city of Atlanta. And if you ever get the opportunity to play again, I would definitely say take that chance and run. Yeah, 100%. You mentioned Dr. Bob Jones the fourth, and he is a great friend of both of ours, but Talk about Doc and the and the the influence that the Jones family continues to have, not only on the tour championship, but on golf as a whole. I mean, his relationship with our Bobby Jones relationship with the Masters, with the Atlanta Athletic Club, with Eastlake, Bobby Jones Airs, you know, the the whiskey, I, you name it, um, Bobby Jones clothing line, it's. It truly embodies golf in a way that uh, really connects golf with legacy, and that's Bobby Jones, right? It's uh, it was 
it was so exciting to be a part of that just because of the history and such. And ultimately, uh, Dr. Bob, great friend of, of the tour championship of East Lake of yours, but I actually had the opportunity to see him hit the first tee shot at Bobby Jones, um, the course. And it was truly amazing just to see and, and know that he was Bobby Jones' grandson and, and through his legacy gets to create these opportunities for inner city kids to be able to play golf for, you know, great golf course to be transformed into something innovative and special. It's, uh, Atlanta's at the forefront of golf and it's, it's, it's so exciting to watch. And, um, Dr. Bob is, is an amazing advocate for not just his, his, his great grandfather, but, um, for, for golf in general. So, it's uh been fun it's been fun to see him um really really promote his legacy and and what he's done for his family. Allison, the scoring system there at the Tour Championship has come under some scrutiny over the last few years since they went to the graduated leaderboard. I know it's hard to figure out options for how to determine who the FedEx Cup champion, particularly the Tour Championship, who's going to win it. Um, based on the year year collecting points and all that sort of thing. Is that still something the tour is kicking around or have they settled in on this is how it's going to be done? Look, there there definitely has been some scrutiny on the scoring system. However, prior to the change, it was so confusing, right? You had all these different scenarios. No one could tell the difference. And the biggest thing is the athletes really couldn't tell who was in first place, who was in second place. They couldn't figure it out because of the scoring. It was really, really tough to navigate. So now we make it easy, right? And, of course, not everyone is going to be happy. And there's been scenarios where you, where a certain player would have come out potentially above the other. But ultimately, when it comes down to it, what's the most important thing? is really understanding easy for everyone to understand. And truly, when it comes down to it, this is this is the easiest way for the general fan, for your partners, for your sponsors, for your athletes to really understand who is leading. They can look at the scoreboard and they know right away when it's happening. And truly, I don't see a change anytime soon. That Look, I am no one that's making those decisions. But ultimately, when it comes down to it, I think it's been pretty successful so far. Uh, so I don't foresee any changes anytime soon. Allison, we talked a little bit about this the last time you joined me, but you've broken through the glass ceiling for women in the sports industry. You and Susie Whaley are pioneers in that area. At one point in your career, you were actually told that you weren't good enough, and you've risen above that moment to being a vice president for the PGA Tour. Talk about how you were able to persevere and overcome some pretty big hurdles early on in your career. Well, I really aligned myself with some great people as I was had the opportunity to be involved in many different teams, uh, leagues, things of that nature. Aligning myself with some really great people to help me and my journey, someone to bounce ideas off of, someone to mentor, and really to share experiences with. Um, and that's, that's been the success in my story. I've, 
while I'm doing great things, there are so many other women at the PGA Tour that are doing great things as well. You've got Alex Baldwin, who's the president of the Corn Ferry Tour, first female to ever be a president of a tour. Um, we have Julie Tyson. She's our senior vice president of strategy and innovation, someone that has been in golf for a long time, not just with the PGA Tour, with the LPGA as well. I'm lucky to surround myself with some pretty amazing women. So honestly, um, it, it makes it easy when you've got those types of people to look up to. Allison, before I let you go, I know you're from Cleveland and I'm from Pittsburgh. And um, being from <laughs> Cleveland, that's not your fault. I blame your parents. It's not your fault that they, they, that they had uh, you in Cleveland. We're 1-0. Oh, we're 1-0. Oh. It's so exciting. <laughs> yeah, tell me what <laughs> Very how do you feel about your browns. <laughs> oh, I love my browns. Um, not exactly excited about some of their choices they've made in the past, but exciting. Um, I'm I'm a forever glass half full type person, so um, I'm a diehard, and I'll be with them till the end. So, go Cleveland, go Brownies. <laughs> Allison, remind our listeners how can they stay up to date with all the great things you're doing, whether it's following you online or it's on social media. Sure. I'm on Instagram, I'm Facebook, LinkedIn. Please connect with me, but also to uh, make sure to follow PGATour.com. Uh, Download the app. It's got all the great info on tournaments, on our athletes, and just all the good work we're doing in the community. Allison, I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your night to come back and be a part of the show. You're fantastic, mm-hmm. my friend. I hope I get the blessing Thanks, of having you back on friend. the show again soon. I would be honored to join you again. Thank you so much. Take care, Allison. All the best to you and your family. You as well. Bye-bye. Hey, see ya. That is the great Allison Fillmore, folks. What a wonderful lady and a talented individual, obviously, as well. You can follow her on Twitter at A-L-L-I-T 23. So Allet 23 is where you can find her on Twitter. And like I say, folks, She's a wonderful person. She's done so many great things over the course of her career. Very excited to keep up to date with all the great things that she's going to continue to do and help the PGA Tour and their partnerships and the growth of the PGA Tour. Hopefully, like I say, we get the the blessing and the opportunity to catch up again with Allison real soon. Okay, before I get to my next guest, Brenda Kalkavecchia, I want to remind you about a couple more of our friends, starting with the folks over at Adele Golf. Is your driver adjustable? Of course it is. How about your irons? Didn't think so. Adele's new SMS irons give you adjustability in an iron to match your swing. These new irons come with three weights lined up across the back of the club. By moving the heavy weight to the heel, center, or toe location, you can match the club to your swing instead of vice versa. The result? Total control of the club face for more distance and accuracy. Your irons can't do this. Check them out online by going to AdeleGolf.com. I also want to give a shout out to our friends over at Squares Golf. Are you like me, always considering new golf equipment, maybe a new driver? Well, let me reset your thinking because I discovered Squares Golf Shoes. The patented Squares Toe provides balance, stability, and a wider base for increased connection to the ground, effectively increasing your swing speed by 2.2 miles per hour and an average of 9 yards of distance. Independent testing proves it. That's right. It's proven in science. 
Go to squares.com, get the Squares 30-day money-back guarantee, and use promo code DISTANCE to get $20 off. Remember, distance comes from swing speed, and swing speed comes from your connection to the ground. Squares, the distance golf shoe. Now next on the tee with me is Brenda Kalkovecchia. Like I mentioned at the top of the show, Brenda is not only Mark's wife, she's his caddy, and to Mark's own admission, a funnier and more entertaining follow over social media. You can find her on Twitter and Instagram at Brenda Kalk. She's also a realtor who specializes in helping people find private country clubs and housing down in the Jupiter and Palm Beach areas in Florida. She attended the Ohio State University and graduated from Franklin University. And I'm excited to have her with me tonight here on Next on the T. Hey, Brenda, thanks for coming on the show. 